0: You driving across the country I thought was a little cray-cray, but that aside, (laughs) uh, it was pretty amazing. It was something that I wished I would have done at some point, and I hope to do some at some point in my life.
1: You're not sleeping in the back of a pickup truck, though. That would be a hard (laughs) no. I'm wondering if anyone's going to be able to tell the difference between our voices.
0: Can you hear me? I'm just kidding. They will. No, we actually do sound the same. I think so. Yeah, it's kind of weird.
1: I think if I talk at a lower decimal and a little more controlled, then I sound like you.
0: It's decibel. That's what I meant. (laughs) A decimal is math.
1: Two things I don't know very well. Okay, wait, let me see if we can hear us. Welcome back to All Over the Place with Lane Fable. I don't know. This is the second episode I'm recording since taking a long hiatus, so it's cash. Today I have a very special guest, my own mother, Kathy Fable, in San Diego in person sandy sunny san diego
0: uh there's no sun here
1: i know i wanted to do a little recap of our trip my mom and dad flew out to celebrate easter see my new place see the pups nova with her second brain popping out of her head if you know you know if you follow me on
0: instagram you know it's actually her third eyeball oh you might have to get closer with mike
1: am i that much louder than you
0: no i'm just i'm just warming up (laughs) okay true
1: now i see it um Yeah, what did you... I know this wasn't your first time in San Diego, but I wanted to get your reaction. What did you think of my new place and me moving
0: out here? Well, first of all, I think this place is just one big lie. You told me me it was sunny, and it never rained here, and it was beautiful, and every day I wake up to dense fog alerts. I walk outside, my hair gets wet, and it's freezing. It's not even warm enough to walk around it's that cold yeah my I, had mom, a bar, I had to borrow your
1: clothing <laughs> my mom was borrowing all my sweatshirts and i don't know they say that this is one of the worst winters that, did i bring the cold weather we don't know i guess
0: you could blame me it was beautiful i would send you pictures daily you've seen it from the second i got here it was freezing not it, freezing it was freezing i was wearing every article of clothing <laughs> i had it was like going to Scotland, you know, we went to Scotland in the summer and it was like winter. Okay. Well that's just cause it's Scotland. It's supposed to be nice here. Yeah. But you misled me. You told me it was sunny and warm here and it never rained. And here I am soaking wet, like a wet puppy dog. And <laughs> I thought you came out here to see me. I did, but I wanted to see like some beautiful sunshine and it's warmer in New York. Yeah. I still, I still like San Diego better than New York at the moment.
1: So I wanted to get your und- on oh, I was gonna ask you this on our dog walk today, but then I was like, let's save it for the podcast. Just overarching. Like, what do you what do you think about me moving out here? I don't know if I've ever like well, we've talked about it.
0: Well, it made me wonder because you moved to the furthest place in the country. What was going on? Um, I think you, Tijuana might have been a little bit further. No or I Hawaii. Guess Hawaii. Hawaii. Hawaii was my dream. Yeah but you the could pups- move. You could have moved to Hawaii, but um, that could have been further. But um, listen, I think San Diego has a draw. It's beautiful here. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what the attraction was other than the weather, because it is really damn far. The weather. Um, But what do I think about it? I miss you a lot. I know this week was so much fun. It's
1: funny because I went from living with my parents to then living like really close to my nonna to then moving across the country and I think from my perspective it was truly to one see if I could do it two, change a pace and just kind of like throw yourself to the wolves where you're not having the comfort and the luxuries of like living with your parent it's really hot right we made tea and I think we're burning our tongues off but it was it was kind of like a test and then i'm out here and i realize i love it and the flight is long but it's doable
0: oh yeah it wasn't that bad i will say that you know walking outside and picking lemons off your tree is something that's great oh yeah um, wait till you guys see the easter vlog mark was living his dream i am a little shocked at um it's very much in san diego Well, we're actually in La Jolla, but the properties are like little postage stamps for multi-millions of dollars. Like wild prices. Yeah, the prices out here. And, you know, it's funny if you look at some of the house prices, in the past 30 days, they've gone up a million. Because summer's coming. It's crazy.
1: I swear. And it's funny because the house that we we rented, a house through Avant's Day, which
0: we have some words about that. No, I'm kidding. It was was great. but Beautiful um, house. I think that they could have brushed up on the... uh, The stay part.
1: Yeah. There, wait, what was I even going to say? Now I forget.
0: The houses being postage stamps.
1: Oh, yeah, we were looking at how much this house costs, and in 2019, it like skyrocketed. I think it's because everyone was leaving city life to come be outside, and now I'm just wishing you bought a house back when we first came out here when I was a teenager.
0: Well, you know what? Owning a house has its problems, too. I mean, it is. I personally think owning real estate is very smart, and it's been a blessing for me. But, you know, it has its problems. I mean, you're on the East Coast and you own a house on the West Coast and a pipe burst and you're screwed. I mean, yeah, you gotta have someone to manage it there, but
1: it's one of the things that, while we were here this whole week, I was like, so you guys moving out here? And everyone that called you was like, so are you staying in SoCal? And it's rained. I I didn't even have a
0: fighting chance to get them. I mean, Lane said, oh, you have to see these sunsets. And I'm like, what sunsets? We saw a few. Uh, yeah well we froze and then it's just been thick dense fog every day (laughs) I mean it's true well hopefully you come back because
1: it used to just be that it was June gloom but now it's April and apparently it's yeah
0: I will say my last trip out to San Diego last year was in June was kind of the same thing we woke up every day and it was foggy and you couldn't even see the ocean and we were on the ocean all you saw was gray just like today and I thought you guys were all living a big farce out here. I don't know. Now you have me. I'm like
1: being gaslit. I'm like, is it nice out here? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's, it is really nice and I love it. And we, I mean, we've been taking dog walks to the beach. The fact that you could walk to the beach, that was another thing. I'd always just dreamed of living on a beach and that was a huge draw to like coming out here.
0: Well, I've I- talked about that for a long time. Well, The idea that you live a half a block from the Pacific Ocean is crazy. Wild it's it is wild and that you can hear waves crashing at night is wild um but i mean it is beautiful and i would buy this house if it were on the market all right hit us up let us know if you guys are selling it because
1: this kitchen that we had easter in which one i want to say thank you because my parents came and i was almost shriveling up from the lack of home-cooked meals and like sunday family dinners so when you guys came out here and we started like cooking and just I don't know if this is everyone's experience, but especially as an Italian who grew up in like New York, New Jersey, so much of my fondest memories
0: are sitting around a kitchen island and hanging out. And not only that, but we had nine people for dinner and it was great to meet your friends. I I have to say that um, all of your friends were really, really wonderful people from kind of all over the world. Um, not all over the world, all over the country. Yeah. Some from New Jersey. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is a funny story. But I will say Claire is such a sweetheart. Oh, I mean, you can't you can't name drop and then. Well, no, I can name drop everyone. Oh, okay, here. We I go. mean, I met, <laughs> I met Sam one. I met Sam two. <laughs> I mean, I met Melissa, who is my obviously a twin. Twin, the mother. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, there are so many amazing people that um, we got to meet here. And I, Katie last night. I, and Katie, yeah. Katie was wonderful. We got to spend another night with her. And um, I mean, I don't know anybody from Maine, really, who who grew up in Maine and Vermont. I mean, that's kind of interesting. So to see her transition from such a faraway place and know how to surf from Maine, I thought that was interesting. She's an incredible surfer. But no, I think it's... Um, it's a really beautiful place. I admire you for doing it. I think it takes a lot of courage and intrepidness. And I think you definitely have that. I mean, all of my kids are, number one, danger rangers. And <laughs> number two, very independent and fear nothing. So I think that's really wonderful. Uh, we will visit. Yeah, again. that's
1: the best part. I feel like you guys really did enjoy it, too, out here. Oh, for yeah. Even for the, we had a few sunny days. So when they first got out here, it was sunny, but we were, I got my mom somehow to go to every one of my favorite little thrift stores. Like, Well, let's just level set.
0: <laughs> they definitely weren't little and they weren't really thrift stores. They yeah. were consignment stores. Yeah. So while I resisted, Lane dragged me to these places. Well, and- we
1: started off at Crate and Barrel and West Elm and all these places, but the furniture was not
0: interesting and it was so steeply priced for nothingness well, it was the wrong size which was the problem and the one thing we found a crate and barrel that we wanted to buy they told us was a display which because
1: <laughs> it had characters the only one that had characters so i was like you know what let's go find some of these maybe like pieces that have been previously used but i don't know they just have more character
0: and lane convinced me that going to a consignment place wasn't really like a pariah of shopping it was you know it wasn't like a dumpster fire it wasn't no and and actually i was pretty impressed i mean there are many homes out here that i think you know people are either passing on and liquidating all their stuff their their families just dumping it or they've just decided to redecorate and there were some things that were pretty brand new oddly priced some were stupid expensive some were stupid cheap i mean if if i had a week to go through that one consignment store by the, the stadium. No, no, that one was pretty oh, easy other, to go through. Yeah. The other one just had every odd little thing you could ever imagine, and people set up their own little shops and you know put in all their stuff from jewelry. I mean, I was not into looking at anyone's clothing, although Melissa would correct me with that one with her Dior jacket. <laughs> but um, I still wouldn't buy someone else's Dior jacket. But that aside, <laughs> uh, we're balling on a budget out here. Uh, It was really interesting. You get a glimpse into someone's life and there's some really old, old stuff. And then I think what we found, you know, the table we found for you was amazing. For my little beach shack, we needed something and it was perfect. We found a little round table that fits perfectly made out of three fish, they're not dolphin, they're fish because they have scales on them. And they're a little funky. We were debating, the
1: tag said a dolphin, but it's their fish.
0: They're square nosed fish. Which I've never seen a square nose fish. Totally I guess before. a hammerhead shark, but it's just so adorable and it fits perfectly. And it's it the came color with, palette. It came with this kind of worn out, washed wood chair. It didn't come with it, but it was positioned with it in the store, and it actually was such a great find. And no matter what we looked at we just kept coming back to this fish table
1: and everywhere we went and it might be because we're in a beach town we would see like a fish randomly and be like should we go get the fish table
0: we think it's a sign it's a
1: sign i'm big into taking signs i don't know if they're actually signs but i'll make it a sign and i'm like sure why not
0: yeah i do think that we're in a seaside town so maybe that was why we were (laughs) seeing so many (laughs) fish
1: (laughs) it's definitely why there were so many fish um, I want to circle back for a second to all of the meeting new friends, because I will say another thing when you were like, why are you moving so far away? It was another like, am I going to be able to meet solid people? And I never thought I would make this great of friends this fast. I mean, so I've been out here for six months, like, like five months if you take away December because I drove home. A lot of driving back and forth across country, which I want to touch on with you. Cause I, I don't know if I've ever gotten your full, full opinion on that unfiltered, but I am so I feel so grateful for the friends I've made here and the fact that you and dad have gotten to meet them because you guys are such big parts of my life I feel so like whole at the end of this trip and having like a family holiday while Quinn and Shane I miss you tons and Nona but it felt like chosen family a family holiday and I don't know how to explain that kind of I don't know it's it's a different sense of comfort knowing that I'm like great now everyone's kind of met and everyone from like all corners of my life kind of come together. And I, I, its just so cool. It's a really great feeling. And I think it's a feeling I had been seeking since moving to like finding people where we have the same interests in everything that we all love lights each other up. And to be surrounded by that is
0: very incredible. Well, one thing I've learned, that was a lot of things in there, but one thing I've learned that, um, your chosen family is the best family because Uh, when you make a decision to be around people that you want to be around, it's a good thing. And consistently choose them over and over. Exactly. So that is a lesson that I've learned over the past year, and it's equally as powerful. You driving across the country I thought was a little cray-cray. But that (laughs) aside, uh, it was pretty amazing. It was something that I wished I would have done at some point, and I hope to do some at some point in my life. You're not sleeping in the back of a pickup truck, though. That would be a hard no. (laughs) I'd stop in hotels along the way. Not even the ones that you stopped in, but <laughs> uh, I need to have a shower and a blow dryer. I basically, and a bed to sleep yeah, in. Yeah, the shower was a must. But I went a few days without a bed. But we have such a beautiful country to see it all, and to meet different people. And I think one of the most proud moments is that you really can meet people, and you have no um, hesitation or. Reservation and saying hello to people and meeting people that are decent. I mean, you you definitely have that antenna up where you can spot a loon from mm-hmm. a mile away. But no, I think that's wonderful because it is a really big country with really good people. So I'm proud of you for doing that. And I knew you were in a safe car. I mean, there were times when, you know, I thought about you being on highways and falling asleep or you know being distracted, and that's scary, especially after what happened to Amanda's car. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I have confidence that, you know, God was guiding you and grandma was watching over you. Oh, Most definitely. And grandpa.
1: Um, Okay, wait. No, I do have to talk about, I have had so many like signs, speaking of signs, from grandma since being here. And so many like things we would talk about when I was staying home and like really helping out with her and really living with her day in, day out that we would talk about. She's like, you just have to decide what kind of house you want to live in. We'd drive through these neighborhoods and she's like, do you like that one? Do you like this one? And she would talk about like, you should be dating and you should get to meet everyone and see who you like. like, it's just so funny. And now I'll have these signs where like, I'll see the moon randomly. Like I'll randomly look up and the moon's like right directly in the sky during the day. Or I'll see like a butterfly or something. And that was something we talked about right before she passed away in the hospital. I'm just like, it's so weird how those synchronicities line up. And I'm like, oh, okay. If there, I never had any doubts. That is one thing about San Diego. Like when I came to visit my friend in college back in 2016, I remember leaving and being like, I want to live here or I will live here one day. And like just seeing all of these full circle moments and having those synchronicities, I think is something that is another really rewarding and
0: it makes you feel whole in a weird way. What about all the crazy habits you've picked up? Oh my gosh. Turning the lights off. Grandma would walk around the house and turn oh. the lights off, which would make me crazy because every room would be dark except for the room she was in. And then there'd be one light and she'd be struggling to read. And Lane's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. now that I'm paying for electric, I turn I all turn the lights all off. I turn all the
1: lights off. I like have candles everywhere. And it's just funny. Like if I leave, I'm like, oh, no you are fine because my apartment building has like lights outside. I'll like turn lights off and stuff. And it's just so funny because I'll call my mom and be like, I picked up so much from grandma, and I think that happens when you live, and that's a beautiful thing about living generation, generation,
0: wait, what? Generation. Gen- uh, generation, wait, yeah, generationally, what? Yeah, generation- generationally, generationally. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I will
1: say that that Come was something on. I struggled with for a while, though, when I still lived home, I was like, oh, you're 27, you're turning 28, you still live, you know, with your parents, with your grandma, above your nona and all this stuff, and I was like looking back i wouldn't i wouldn't change that for a second i wouldn't change the timing of anything for a, a millisecond
0: yeah some weird good things came out of covid but your ability now to save plastic bags and reuse them is something that i'm not picking up sorry it's so funny because
1: i'm like wait why would i pay for garbage bags when i get so many when i go shopping anyways
0: so and and i'm notorious for putting them right right in the recycling pile yeah the second well we get them
1: dad to- i mean dad totally is like shave them all grandma taught me grandma, oh, grandma saved everything and folded them up in cute little ways everything put them under the sink perfectly yeah it's just it is funny how many things and i think i've realized this since moving away and how many times this chip has i was like mom 100% apologize there's dog fur everywhere yeah Wait, how do you feel about me taking the pups
0: I'm glad you took the pups, because <laughs> um, now you're true empty nesters. Listen, I, I think the dogs are wonderful. They are great protection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I'm home alone, and I, I'm definitely waiting for dogs to bark. And when I hear someone else's, I'm like, uh oh. Yeah, you're like, wait own, a minute. My own little warning signal anymore. But I will say that I don't miss the dog hair. I don't miss the having to pick up after them. I don't miss them eating my furniture because they're pissed off um See, I don't they don't miss... do that with
1: me because i'm with them a lot but yeah
0: but i don't miss have having to run home because you're like i'm going out with my friends and everyone's gone and i'm responsible for now getting home and taking them i do miss taking them for dog walk and taking their leash off and <laughs> making that lady down the block crazy she's so evil <laughs> she's so evil i mean we've got this woman that when we'd walk by with our dog she'd pick up her little fuzzy mop dog and turn her back toward us
1: and we would just be like hi good morning and she literally would not be like, I'm not saying, didn't she, one time she said, I'm not saying good morning to you or something.
0: No, she said to dad, don't say hello to me. You got to be a special kind of miserable to not even say hello to one oh, of your she's neighbors. Miserable. I mean, she's just so miserable, but that's not even what it's about. She accused us of having our one of our dogs run through her backyard and poop in her backyard, which never happened because our dogs always poop. by In the dog, our backyard. <laughs> Either in our backyard. And when we go on a walk, they go in the back corner by... The golf course, like that's their special place. So they're never going to, and her house is after the golf course, so there's no way they've ever pooped in her lawn. But screw her. Yeah, she,
1: it's one of those things that I think you guys are appreciative that you don't have to get home because you can like spend the time. But you do miss everything that comes along
0: with the dog, like walking
1: and the protection. Oh, no,
0: no, no. We still do our walks. As a matter of fact, one of the first walks when the dogs were gone, I made dad would let the dogs off the leash, which I'm not into because they never listen to me. So I try to get them back and they wouldn't come back. But dad would let Nova off the leash, which was the accusation that Nova pooped in her backyard. But the first week that you were gone, I said to dad, you have to take the leashes with you. And when we get down by the golf course, you have to whistle because that's how you'd get Nova to come back, where she would go nuts. So we're walking around carrying two leashes with no dogs, and I made Dad stop and whistle. It was, I think we laughed so hard. So hard. That we almost couldn't walk home. We were like almost rolling on the pavement. It was that funny.
1: Dogless dog walks is what we would call them for a while. But yeah. So
0: t- what? We, no, we still, we still do a lot of our regular things, but... I, you know, I, I miss them a little bit, but I'm glad you have them. And I'm glad she, you're enjoying them. She misses me more. And I'm glad they protect you at night because walking down by the beach in the dark at night, I would not be happy if you were down there by yourself without those two mutts.
1: Yeah. Nova has growled a few times at people. I'm like, oh.
0: Nova scares me. And, oh and she's not scary she's she can be evil when she she's, has a
1: second head a tumor on her head that she's getting removed tomorrow and that's scary yeah dog surgery is not going to be fun yeah i'm and, not and you guys leave and then she's going to be in a cone head
0: and yeah you can handle it
1: yeah it'll be that's one thing now i've absorbed the whole i'll go out with friends and i can't go from like the beach to lunch to this to that like it'll be a weekend and i'm like guys i gotta go home and everyone's bouncing around because they just don't have dogs or i guess they have i don't know roommates that could maybe help and i'm like sorry guys i gotta go um so that is another learning curve because it was really nice when you know you lived with a bunch of people that could also you know put Take the dogs in the, the back well you oh, i don't have a backyard now i mean the beach is my backyard which is great but like you can't just let them roam you can
0: let them go into the melrose place pool no what would happen if you open that gate and let Nova, nero in nero in nero never's not going nowhere. i probably
1: will let him in, in the summer
0: ah uh, you don't want to do that
1: I will see what happens. Does anybody go in your pool? You know, I haven't seen it yet, but everyone here is their blood is thinned and they think it's people walk around in the morning. I mean, granted, you did start this podcast saying it's freezing. People walk around in like down jackets and beanies
0: in like 60 degree weather. And I'm like, come on. You'd think you're in Park City and it's a ski slope. Like I
1: reserve a beanie. Actually, I will say at night sometimes it is nice to have a beanie on if you just have a sweatshirt on. But come on, that's like for snow. I don't know. I said I was never gonna get cold out here. I was like, it's 60 degrees, then why can't I speak? I'm like slurring my words and it's 9 a.m. Um, 60 degrees and I am, I'm actually cold some days.
0: No, it has been cold and it's kind of like a weird damp cold. Yeah. And you walk outside and it's not really raining, but it's like misty. So you wind up getting soaked. Like when I came back, that sweatshirt, your sweatshirt, which thank God you had, that sweatshirt was like heavy it like absorbed all the water yeah
1: i will say there there are a lot of things i'm learning about san diego that you don't know unless you live here obviously it's like any place and that's another reason i wanted to move so far away because i just want this on record i miss you guys and i definitely didn't move to get away i moved just because i've always wanted this and if i didn't
0: do this to prove to myself i would have always wondered And no one wants to live always wondering. As dad says about Shane, he was not running away from something. He was running towards something. So I think that's the same thing. And you know what that intrepid um, sense of adventure, not a lot of people have. Or they think about it, but nobody can do anything. So kudos to you.
1: I think that's great. Thank you. Well, you guys definitely instilled that in us. And I think the determination of i still have yet to get amanda on the podcast and we're going to talk about like the road trip and what happened to her car i feel like i've been teasing it on epi- every episode but
0: that was horrible
1: oh my gosh sometimes i still think about it i'm like was that real um but another thing i learned from specifically driving cross-country and not having an address and being addressless for like five months fighter flight mode is a real thing and i always was like oh that's just you know It's a thing. Like, I would call you some days and you were like, you could. I'm like, I just, I got
0: two dogs. They're getting sick everywhere. I don't have an address. I don't even know where I'm going to be next week. Yeah, but you know what, though? You did that right because you kind of figured out where you wanted to be. You kind of figured out what town you wanted to be in, what kind of place. Which one's too sleepy, which one's, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you were here at a time when there were some choices. I mean, it was before the summer, so there were some choices. Yeah. You know finding a place um i still can't believe the place you found i think that's pretty amazing
1: wild like it's the perfect timing
0: It's the perfect place and the perfect place Uh, and
1: some guy that used to be on the bachelor was in it which is just a funny little anecdote i love random little stories
0: i just think that it's so odd that in such an expensive town your block has all these young people like you know you walk down the block and there's all these people hanging out on their porches and you know they must be renting those houses for like a season or something I actually
1: have a friend That owns on that She owns the condo On the block But she's lived well, listen, here For years
0: I think if you bought it Five or ten years ago You made bank Now It's Again Top of the market it like It's insane years, yeah. It is wild Yeah it's. I, I didn't think there was A place more expensive Than New York uh, But there is
1: Well I will say Like we said On the walk today It really is like What's on your Top three Like what's your top three On your list Is it being outdoors Is it weather Is it Cause you could have a shoebox in the city and
0: pay more than what I'm paying. No, I, I'm talking about gas. I'm talking about food. I'm talking about
1: Manhattan's equally as expensive.
0: I can buy a, cu- a cup of Dunkin' Donuts for two dollars and fifty cents. Oh,
1: but you could go to Seven Eleven. I would never go to Seven Eleven. Actually, key, I like their coffee. But I, yeah. I go to Rosemonts and I, uh, it, I pay exactly. six dollars exactly, plus from, and, and then it, like it ends up being like eight for my latte. And,
0: and not only that, but there's not a single thing we've bought, including like bottles of wine, where they haven't asked for a tip everybody's asking for a tip. Like They do different. that in New York City, too. Not when you're buying package goods. Yeah. You well, in Dunkin', seen- someone's making you a cup of coffee. I'm talking about, like, we bought a few things. I went to Sprinkles, and I bought... Other oh, cupcakes? 18 cupcakes. What if they baked you those cupcakes? They put them in a box in 30 <laughs> seconds. No, I agree. It is... And...
1: It's a little outrageous, and then and, I feel guilty for not tipping.
0: And they wanted me to put my order into an iPad instead of me telling them what I wanted. So it was like self serve, and then they asked for a twenty five. Oh, that's tip. wild! I didn't know you ordered online. But pad. because the girls were nice, I did give them a tip,
1: and it was a holiday. I tipped too yeah. because I know. Well, yeah, but being having worked at the bakery and everything, although Nona does not accept tips, or like, but when people tip you at like the food festival when you're serving them food, I'm like, that's sweet. You didn't have to do that. Thank you. Yeah. And one thing <laughs> you also did teach me is. It always comes back to you. Like the kindness you give away and your effort. And even if it's like, you know, you have an extra dollar to tip someone or like help someone, it comes back to you in spades. So that has always sunk in that you taught me that.
0: That's really true. I do believe that God gives you a lot because he expects you to do something with it and share it with people and make other lives better. But if someone's working hard, I think they deserve a tip, you know, and especially nowadays. I mean, there's just so many people that are lazy and. You know are just looking for handouts so when you see these people kind of hustling um and there's not a lot of hustle out here but when you see them working hard like you know we met a couple of waiters and waitresses that really were like hustling
1: and it's also if you're sweet and kind and like personable because i'll never understand people who get into jobs like that or customer service jobs that are just kind of nasty
0: well one of my most important lessons i taught you as a little kid and actually some parents in kindergarten were like, I can't believe you would say that to your kids (laughs) was that mean people suck. Yes. And I truly believe that, you know, when you see people that are mean and people that are just angry at the world, you just steer clear of them because they do suck and you don't, want to engage with them. You don't want to be part of their, like, echo sphere of suckiness.
1: Yeah, because it rubs off on you. Yeah,
0: and like, who needs miserable people? I mean, you have a choice in life. You know, you can either make people, you can bring people up or bring people down. And I do think that those who put effort into bringing people down do suck. Yeah. So so when you see good people, um, and you recognize that, it's an obligation to acknowledge it. Agreed. I think that's another thing that, is just i don't know
1: it's cool I've, I've but everyone has these boiled down why can't i think of words today boiled down ideas of like oh like california's like this and new york's like this and east coast is like this and I, there are nice people everywhere there are mean people everywhere there are good things happening everywhere there are bad things happening everywhere it's just what you choose to focus on and that amplifies it your focus will amplify anything
0: Well, I I do think that people from the East Coast are a little bit more intense. They're a little bit more, um, they have heightened awareness. And I do think that there's a little bit of a kind of la-la land mentality going on out here. Like, you know, people just going through life figuring out if it's, you know, the three o'clock yoga class or the five o'clock yoga class. That's not everybody though. No, no, no. But there's a lot of that out here. And just people that are just kind of not. But there's
1: that in Manhattan four times over, I feel like.
0: Oh, I don't think so. I think, well, I think native New Yorkers are, are have a heightened sense of awareness, and they're always in a hurry. We talked about this. I
1: will say no one is in a hurry here. No. And I think that- Even their traffic lights are oh. the longest, most
0: infuriating- Dear God, are they long. That's just not. So
1: I don't know if that's for me coming from the East Coast or- I think I have a decent sense of patience, but those traffic lights
0: drive me bonkers. And also the traffic is kind of bizarre. Like in the middle of that the day. That was road
1: work though, truthfully.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if you can't get through a traffic me light. Me still trying to convince my parents to move out here. My mom's like, I just can't do it. <laughs> no, it's pretty. I'm, I don't think I could live in the state of California. Just not my jam. I mean. Uh, don't go there. I
1: love going there because you literally live in a place that is the exact
0: same on the other coast anyways well I don't think so and here comes dad oh here comes dad so with that it's uh, time to head back to New York
1: Lena Baina thank you for coming on to the podcast before hopping on your flight celebrating Easter and for all the amazing meals and hanging out because
0: I really freaking missed you guys I miss you too well now you can tell Brienne that your mom did a podcast with you and you can play it for her send her the
1: link I don't even remember how I used to sign this podcast off
0: no one cares I mean, that was YouTube, but true. (laughs)
1: Excited to be back and we'll have... All right, talk to you guys soon. Bye.
0: Ciao. (laughs)